Oye chicos, pero here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Dreamdis. After getting arrested, Cletus and David are taken to jail. It's my first time in prison, jail, whatever you call it. Yeah, I don't know, it's just a very uh, nerve-wracking time. They make their phone calls and meet a man named Milo Camus. You, you see, I, I run a food truck and they arrested me because you they said I didn't... run a food truck. <laughs> then, while being mocked by a police officer... I can't wait to watch you fry. Thank you, officer. A huge explosion goes off. And Milo's partner, Kami, comes in to rescue them. Whoa. They hop into Camus' food truck and make an escape with the police hot on their train. Two more cop cars come onto the exit as the helicopter begins to close in on you. They just keep coming, don't they? David gets thrown out of the truck in a duffel bag. <laughs> Put me in the duffel bag and toss me out the back, Cletus, if you don't mind. And Cletus just leaps off the roof. After seeing Milo toss Kami out in a duffel bag, the food truck mysteriously explodes with Milo still inside. Let's see what happens now. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What do you do? Still trying to hide. <laughs> okay, roll a stealth for me. That's a 17. Cletus, you hop over the side of the highway and run into the bush and lay low by one of the trees as you see the helicopter kind of pause for a second over the wreckage, kind of circle it, and then begin to scan the area. David, you see Cammy like, kicking and screaming very notably, like, she's probably gonna get spotted. Uh, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to unzip myself and I'm gonna run over to her and I'm gonna grab her and I'm gonna head for the woods. First roll a strength contest for me. 20. Okay, now roll a stall. 15. You very quickly use the straw to finish unzipping your duffel bag. You see Cammy is like screaming. I think you grab your duffel bag and kind of bag it over her head to stop like the noise. And with surprising strength, you drag her off onto the side of the highway near where Cletus is. And the whole time you hear from inside the bag, she's like, no. Oh, it was supposed to be me. Daddy. And you kind of tackle her and lay on the ground. Uh, and put a hand over her mouth as you see the helicopter begin to scan the area. Cammy, it's gonna be okay, but we need to get out of here first. (laughs) He made a valiant sacrifice. (laughs) He wanted you to live, sweetheart. And that means that you have to honor that sacrifice. You have to, my dear. We have to go on. That is what we do as people. We gather the pieces of our lives when everything breaks apart and we put it back together piece by piece. It's not going to be easy, but you have to do it. We have to move on. We have to get out of here if we want to survive. I don't want to. 
What do you do? Well, yeah, we just gotta get out of here because those cop, more cops are gonna show up. Mm-hmm. We have a place. Do you guys want to split an Uber? <laughs> hey, sweetheart, I would pay for it if I could. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys probably don't have phones anymore, right? No, we do not. It's okay, I have mine. And she pulls out her phone. We could walk a few blocks away and try and hop into an Uber if you want. Yeah, why not? Seems like a, a good course of action. Uh, well, what's what's beyond this tree line? Is it is it suburbs? Are we more in like an Everglades-y area? If you kind of go under the highway that you were on, there's more road that you can follow into. I mean, just the city. There's It'll branch off into like regular streets. Yeah, let's go with the Uber. You discreetly work your way under the highway trying to avoid the gaze of the helicopter as it kind of expands and goes further away trying to search the area you hear cops off in the distance presumably headed to the scene of the crash and you walk quite a few blocks let's say what maybe 30 minutes just to get kind of relatively out of the area cammy's on her phone or does an uber a black prius pulls up and he goes camila yeah and she opens the car for you uh, to let you guys in first. Thank you, my dear. That was very kind of you to open the door for me. You just come on in after us. And uh, hello, sir. What's your name? I'm David. Hola, soy Yamilio. Hello, Yamilio. It's a pleasure, as always. Okay, you're going to Winwood. Yeah. <sighs> okay, I get we. Yeah, is that where we're going? Uh. Camila, Cammy. Yeah, I. Uh, we we have a someone there. We have a place where we can. All right. Yeah, okay. we're going to Winwood. It doesn't take you terribly long to arrive in Winwood. As you leave the wreckage of the escape behind you, you are greeted by a far more tranquil scene. Street lamps illuminate enormous, intricate murals, and string lights line the canopies of various bars, bookstores, and galleries. Cammy takes a deep breath as you gaze upon your destination. The street-facing wall is a cement face painted over in a brilliantly colorful collage. Cammy opens a steel door and lets you step in first. The inside is very hipster. Mostly undecorated wooden structures fill the room, like the set of a play still in construction. The main floor houses a colorful painted bus, some canvases, and various sculptures in progress. Wooden staircases on either side of the room lead up to a sort of loft, with beds and shelves full of books, vinyls, and carefully preserved herbs and vials. Against the back wall, you see two steel doors with windows that seem like they would lead into industrial kitchens or something of the like. All of a sudden, three pigs run up to you, oinking in excitement and begin rubbing against your legs. Well, hello, little precious ones. How are you this fine evening? Well, I mean, I guess it's not fine. It hasn't really been fine all night. But, you know, what a delightful sight to see. You hear footsteps along the upper loft as a voice shouts out, Welcome home, Daddy Bear. And a roughly 20-year-old person in a loose crop top with baggy pants and short bleached hair and bright blue lipstick peers over the railing. You see their expression turn to confusion as they look at you. They look over at Cammy as she begins to walk up the stairs. They go to greet Cammy with a kiss, but stop dead in their tracks as she holds a hand up to their chest and gives them a tired glance. Not now, Hayes. You weren't able to get him out? Cammy doesn't respond as she lays down on a bed, burying her face in the pillow. One of the pigs has followed Cammy up the stairs and curls up at her feet. 
One lays belly up staring at Cletus while another nudges at David's hand. I, I pat the pig's belly and then I walk over to the to the uh, new people and I go, howdy. Well, hey there. Hi, my name's Hayes. Nice to meet you. Cletus Nicodemus. I'm David. A pleasure to meet you, Cletus. Um, Hayes. Hayes. Hi, my name's Hayes. Hayes, sorry. You know, these these new age names, you know, they're just not like how they used to be. It's a little bit difficult for me, but I'm really trying. I promise. Well, I appreciate that. I take it we didn't have enough money to put up Daddy's bail, huh? Um, well... Not quite. No. The situation was a little bit more nuanced and complicated than a simple bailout, but, you know, um... I am I am a certified grief counselor if that is any consolation and you need my help I am Amen. here for you. <laughs> grief? What do you What happened? Um you might want to sit down. And you see just all of the the cheer that they greeted you with immediately wash off their face and they go Oh god no 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 How? What? Why? Milo sacrificed himself so that we and Cammy could all escape from the clutches of a very corrupt system. Amen, brother. The sacrifice that he made will not be forgotten. It will be written down in history. Who who are you people? Why why did he sacrifice himself for you? It's a good question. He was a compassionate man. His heart was large. We met him in uh, in jail, and uh, Cammy here had a great plan to get us out. Just that uh, the system was a little too oppressive, and we couldn't exactly escape. So uh, Milo took it upon himself to uh, be the sacrifice that we needed. Oh, God, Daddy, what have you done? And you see they walk over to Cammy and put a hand on her side. And Cammy just kind of sits there still for a bit and then eventually brings a hand up to meet it. And Cammy says, you know, maybe maybe we need to talk to him again. And you see Hayes and Cammy kind of lock eyes like very seriously for a second. And Hayes goes, you don't mean. And Cammy grabs both of their hands and says, we need it, especially now. And kind of like she did with Milo, stands up and kisses Hayes very deeply. And then Hayes says, well, all right, Cammy, if you if that's what you think is best. Um, uh, uh, David, was it? And uh, uh, Cletus? Yes, that's me. And that's Cletus. It's a pleasure. All right. Well, you see, th- there's something that daddy, but um, Milo used to use when we needed inspiration or clarity. It's a it's a special mixture that always gets us out of a jam. I, I know he's not here, but maybe this can help us connect with him again. In essence, at least. And and maybe it, it can uh, it can help you find uh, whatever you're looking for. I am always open to experiences that bring me to a higher level of existence. Anything that puts me closer to the word of God well. will always be welcome to my heart. You're going to be talking to more than just God with whatever they got. 
It's all natural, Cletus. You heard the man in the prison cell. It's going to be nice and natural. I didn't know natural. Rabbi. I didn't know rabbis partook. I come from a very, very liberal area of New York, my friend. I may be in my 60s, but I still can get around town, buddy. Don't you think? I got to go to one of your services then. Well, I'm retired now, my friend, but I can give you a private service if you want. Hey, wow. You see, uh, Hayes wipes a tear away <laughs> as you say this to Cletus. Uh, uh, listen, before we get into it, it's, just, it, it's a lot of, it's kind of a big ask. Is, is there anything we can do for you? Is there? In bed right there. I'd really love to rest up for the night if you don't mind. I got a couple wounds here. Cammy looks at you and says, You're welcome to rest, but I don't necessarily think time is on our side right now. So what's um uh, what's going on here? How come also nice accent. Why thank you. Yeah, I didn't expect to find you in Miami. Well, I'm I'm a little bit of a nomad. What's uh, your operation here? Well, this is a uh, this is kinda daddy's sanctuary. Uh, Milo's sanctuary. We just kinda do art in the I mean, late, we, we've been in the food truck business. That's kind of how we sustain ourselves. You know, we, we got a kitchen here and all that. But uh, mostly it's it's for sculpting and, and painting. You know, Wynwood's a very art, artistic dr- district. So yeah, uh, we just kind of fit in, fit in here pretty well. Okay. I have a very sincere question for you. Please. Uh, Cletus, I mean. Uh, uh, Were Dave, the three of you. David, David, I'm going to. Can I, can, can I talk to you over here in the corner? <laughs> sure thing, Cletus. What's up, buddy? So, uh, I want to make sure they can't hear me. Uh, we're gonna. You have a bathroom. I think we we have to go to the bathroom, right, uh, David? Oh my goodness, Cletus! I think you can go by yourself. But if nah. you really need me there for encouragement, sure, I'll I go. need you to watch Jeez. me. Yeah, I need to watch, make sure. Oh sure, come with me. And Hayes walks you down the stairs and leads you to a little patio in the back. All natural, baby. Of course it is. Uh, thank you. Uh, I know you. I don't know if you guys are about privacy when you go i'm not quite accustomed yet oh okay i'll turn my back don't you worry don't you think you should check on cammy i think she's been having a very hard night roll a persuasion for me oh son of a gun eight when cammy gets like this she just needs space we're gonna go way over in that corner oh sure go wherever you like just please don't go on any of the crops of course of course okay out of your shot roll a stealth go it's a 15. Okay. I hope that it works. Okay, I'm going to go over with David and squeeze out whatever pee I have. I don't care if he's pretending to pee, but I'm whispering to him. Okay, listen. David, I think this is some kind of crazy fucking cult where, uh, like some Marilyn Manson type of shit even. It's very possible. They're all in a, some kind of polygamous relationship, and I think that Milo was the leader. I'm, I'm not against it or anything, but I, I just be careful what you say. Try not to upset them. They're very, they could be very radical. We don't know. Uh, that's all. I just didn't want you to s- slip up and have them hate us. What? I was just going to ask if they were fucking. Yeah, I, I, I think they are. I definitely think they are. Uh, and again, I don't know how your temple works. <laughs> but uh, I just want to say one thing in this moment to you, young man. Oh, boy. If Obama had ran for a third term, I would have voted for him. And never you forget that. 
Not all of us old people are old cranky crackpot conservatives. I'm a very liberal man, and I have a very open mind. That's a very nice thought. It's a shame that your vote wouldn't have counted anyway, but uh, it's nice that you think that way. Anyway, Cletus in the state of Florida, anything counts. Yeah, until uh, the lizards decide what, what really goes down in this well-staged production you call democracy. But anyway. Agree to disagree, my <laughs> friend. Agree to disagree. <laughs> okay, so... Yeah, anything that's just just keep it cool. They're still good people. I think they could very well be serial serial Marilyn Manson killers, but uh, we'll stay sharp, we'll stay alert. All right, all I will right. say going to sleep is a little vulnerable for me, but I kind of do need to heal up. So, uh, oh, look who knows so much. Whoa, this is a long piss. Damn, I must have drank <laughs> so much of that. As you turn around, you are greeted with Hayes' bare ass as they are popping a squat and urinating as well. And they go, Yeah! Ooh! Man, I hadn't gone all day. As they make themselves decent again, turns around. Well, feeling better? Ma'am, I just, uh, pardon my French, but just, Hey, uh, if you could, uh, not call me ma'am, I don't really... Oh. Oh, come on, Cletus. I'm... <sighs> my goodness, you can't just assume I'm so sorry. <clears throat> Cletus is a bit of a, you know, he's he's from North Florida, so he's not quite as uh, in the know of things. Oh, I see. I, I mean, no disrespect to them personally. It's okay, it's okay. I just, yeah, I, I just thought I'd let you know. We, we just met, so... Um... Well, I was just going to say that you have quite, uh, uh, a, you got a great keister. Oh, well, thank you. And I love your garden, what you've done with the thing. Oh, my goodness, it's so lush, so beautiful. And Cletus, he goes, uh, them welcome. <laughs> He's unsure. Cletus, Cletus. Your is still gender neutral, my friend. Don't worry. I don't want to miss so here. They put a hand on your cheek and just go, we'll work on it. Don't you worry. Well, come on in. There, there, there's something I, I want to show you. So I, I realize this is a bit of an ask. And so if there's anything I can do for you, you, you just let me know. Or, you know, I'm, I'm hoping this experience in and of itself will, will probably help you as well. I know it's definitely helped us whenever we got into a jam. Um, it's it's a little something Daddy used to make, sorry, Milo used to make. And, um, well, only trouble is it requires a very rare bloom. And they grab a worn, leather-bound sketchbook and flip it open to a page with a beautiful illustration of a wispy flower. It looks like a thin, star-shaped bloom with two long, curvy petals at the bottom that resemble legs giving it an almost human-like appearance. They run their hand over the page and smile before looking you in the eyes with a piercing gaze and whispering, The ghost orchid. It's a really rare bloom. Uh, It only grows in very specific parts of the Everglades. It's very rare, but we actually have a location. You see, Milo used to keep tabs on them and kind of cultivate them, help them, uh, I, I mean, hell... He's probably responsible for half of the ghost orchids in bloom at all. So, we haven't really used one in years, but he he liked to mark where they were in case we ever uh, needed a moment of clarity. Uh, I was hoping that the ghost orchid might help us out now, uh, if if you'd be so kind as to 
maybe go and fetch one for us. It just expands your mind? It's it's part of a mixture he used to make. It, it's a really important component, but it usually helps guide us in the right direction, whatever we're looking for. Uh, I think more than anything, we kind of want to know what Milo would do. Uh, uh, David over here, I know you want to convene with your uh, your heavenly father, right? Oh, naturally. I, I'm not sure what it could do for you, Cletus, but uh, everyone could always use a little spiritual enlightenment or some guidance. I don't know what you're looking for in life, but hey, we all have our journey, right? I, I'm, I like to think about it. I think I like to rest before I venture out. And more importantly, I just want to check on Cammy. Oh, sure. Cammy's up there. I mean, you you could try talking to her. She's probably not going to be very friendly right now. She She's a real sweetheart, but um, Milo was very important to us, her especially. So uh, you're welcome to rest up. I, I'm not going to lie. I am a little worried about uh, the heat you guys might draw, but I mean, a few hours can't hurt. Why would we not have a lot of time? That's what I wanted to ask her. Well, well to be fair... You you were kind of in a food truck that belonged to Milo. And, and this is their place, Cletus. It doesn't take a mathematician to add one plus one equals two. We can't even come back. I mean, we probably can't even come back here then. How far out is it? it, it it's a bit of a hike, I will say. Uh, I could I could drive you most of the way, but uh, normally it would take Milo at least an hour to to go and come back. Go? Risk our lives, come back, and get high? Well, once we have it, maybe, uh, you know, Cammy and I can make plans while, while you guys are searching, and maybe we head to a safer location after. So we're in this together, then. Cletus, look at it this way. If Cammy had not shown up and done all the things she had done, we'd still be rotting in a jail cell. So I think this is the least we can do. Just go get a simple orchid and then come back. It's very pretty. How much time do you think we got? Maybe I can rest up a little bit. Well, maybe you can take a 20-minute power nap on the on the drive over. You take the back seat, lay down. I'll be in the front. I'll navigate. And then our friend can drive us. It'll be wonderful. I'm okay with that. And you see them run up the stairs to Cammy and kind of lean in and whisper something most likely just reassuring and give them a little kiss on the cheek. And they run back down the stairs and they say, okay, um, well, hop on in. You got a phone? Yeah. I need to make a call real quick. Well, you can make the call on the drive. Hop in. Okay. And they get into the driver's seat of that big colorful bus that is on the first floor of the building. I assume, Cletus, you're hopping in the back to rest? I am. You hop in the back. David, uh, you want to go shotgun? Yeah, why not? I don't want it to make it seem like they're Ubering us around. My goodness, that would be so rude. David gets in a shotgun, and then they toss over a, a cell phone to Cletus in the back as they begin driving. I call Eddie. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... 
What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello? Hey, guess what? Hey, Cletus, what's up? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry if you made any plans, but we made it out. Yeah, I, I kind of figured. You're right. It's another new number. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if you called anybody. I still thank you for your help, even whether you got somebody or not. Wait, okay, so you're you're clear of le- legal troubles, right? That's correct. Okay, uh, you, you still bringing that, uh, that body back over? <sighs> okay, I, I can't, I don't know if I can disclose location, and I'm probably gonna have to destroy this phone after. Um, but, uh... Uh, we lost the body during the arrest, so... Ah, shit. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Eddie. I mean, any help you have would be greatly appreciated, but yeah, we did end up losing the body when they arrested us. Uh, well, uh, all right, I, I, I guess we're we good here. Um, I, I hate you to have those parts you collected go to waste. Maybe you can make something with it, and not take it off your hands for a prize? Sure, I'll, uh... I'll, I'll get to work on something good. You're the best. Well, we'll, we'll see what we come up with. Yeah, yeah, I know I am. All right. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, you take care. It's going to be a different number the next time. All right. Bye-bye. And wh- bye-bye. <laughs> what kind of uh, phone is it? It's, it's a smartphone. I, I kind of crack the window open a little. And I go, uh, oh, shit. Oh. And I just throw it out. Roll a deception for me. 18. Shoot. Damn it! Damn thing short-circuited in my hands. I don't know what the hell. Uh, it's it's okay, Cletus, honey. You just lay down and uh, take take a little rest. Shit! Oh man, I'm really sorry about that. Uh, it's okay. <sighs> hey, I'm terribly sorry. Cletus is a bit of a klutz, and you know I such a putz. No, oh it, my goodness! It short, it's shocked me. It's short, 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 I don't know. Maybe the wire was loose. Uh, it's all right, honey. It's all right. Don't worry, man. Okay. Roll a hit die for me, Cletus. It's an 8 out of 10. You recline one of the seats in the bus back. It's actually rather comfy, and you rest for about, you know, the short drive, uh, and you regain four points of health. You drive for a while in relative silence. You left the compound under the cover of the darkness of night, but by the time you arrive, you're beginning to see the first hints of morning. Haze eventually turns off onto a dirt road and follows it for as long as they can. You see the gray cement landscape of the city turn into swampy flatlands. You're surrounded by sawgrass and cypress. Eventually, Hayes brings the bus to a halt at the end of the gravel path they are driving on. You see them lean over to the passenger side and open the glove compartment. They pull out a handheld GPS and fiddle with it for a moment as they hop out of the bus. They hand it to you and say, All right, well this should take you straight to a ghost orchid bloom. You're going to have to get your feet wet. Uh, quite literally speaking, but you should be okay. Just uh, keep an eye out for, you know, gators or snakes or uh, mountain lions or anything like that. But if you watch where you step, it should be pretty safe. When you find one, just be very careful, okay? It's an ultra-delicate flower. Uh, Grab just one and snip it at the stem here and hands you a large vial with a cork stopper. You can keep it in this, 
and uh, I'll be here to pick you up when you're done. I marked the car as a waypoint for you to follow back. Why, thank you, Hayes. That's very kind of you. You don't happen to have any, like, Wellington boots in the back of this big old bus here, do you? Or any other sort of get up to protect my little knobbly knees and legs? I'm afraid I don't. And they lift a leg up and you see that they are barefoot. Oh, going on natural, of course. Why did... <laughs> naturally... Uh, uh, mm. So you gonna you gonna stay here and? Uh, well, I'm I'm gonna head back, talk to Cammy, get uh, make some plans, get ready, and I'll I'll be back, you know, before before okay. you guys get. You gonna be right here? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, until then, good luck. Thank you. And they kiss you both <laughs> on the forehead. Is the orchid on the uh, GPS or no? Yes, they're right there. And you see, there's a waypoint on the GPS as well as a like an indicator of which direction to walk. And it heads off into the swamp before you. Well, Cletus, do you want to navigate and hold the GPS, or shall I? I, I do want to hold it. And uh, All right, then you go on and hold it. Hopefully it doesn't shock you, and then you drop it like you did poor Hayes' phone. Yeah. Not every piece of technology is out to get you, buddy. As we walk there, I would like to Hansel and Gretel it. Okay, are you guys heading in now? Might as well. You begin your trek into the Florida Everglades. Cautiously, you wade into the lukewarm, moss-covered water. David, you feel Adnama's chancletas sink into the muddy surface beneath your feet with each step, as the thin blades of sawgrass scratch at your arms and neck. Cletus, as you walk, you try to leave marks where you can, you know, breaking pieces of grass or branches or anything, just leaving notable marks so you can follow your way back. Both of you roll a perception check for me. 13. 15. Cool. You spend the next 45 minutes or so trudging through the swamp. Aside from the occasional paranoia induced by a sudden rustling of leaves, all seems to be going well. Slowly, the landscape shifts from fields of sawgrass to a more densely wooded landscape as the trees obscure the rising sun. A light mist hangs in the air as the temperature becomes pleasantly cool. Roll another perception check for me. 19. 10. Cletus, as you kind of lead the way, you see in the water a snake floating on the surface and slithering its way towards you. Roll a survival check for me. 23. As you see that snake slithering towards you, you immediately identify it as a water moccasin. One of the most poisonous snakes in the world, and certainly the deadliest in Florida. It's coming towards us? Yeah. I, uh, Dave, uh, this is a poisonous snake. What? It might. Huh? As David reacts loudly, you see the snake kind of gets startled and uh, begins to swim faster. Yeah. Look, I might have to shoot it, and that might make a shotgun go off and a lot of noise. I don't think we can hide from this thing. Oh, I, whatever you have to do, I don't like snakes. I hate snakes, my God. I'm going to shoot it. 17. That hits. Roll for damage. Five. You see the snake begin to slither towards you. You shoot, and you see the scattering of the shot go into the water. As the snake takes some damage, it kind of uh, leaps in the air reflexively. And as it flies in the air, it begins flying in the direction of your face. All of a sudden, from beneath the water, you hear As from beneath the water, a huge gator swims vertically up and chomps the snake in its jaws. And then descends back into the water with it. Oh my god, Cletus, get me out of this fucking water. Roll for initiative. 10. 12. David, you're up first. I am 
gonna go ahead and call upon God and the sacred fires to try and uh, calm this beast. Okay, so the gator flies up into the air, snaps its jaws around the water moccasin. You see this and almost reflectively go, oh Lord, and point your palms at it and begin to shoot your flames as its body descends back into the water. And as you continue to shoot those sacred flames at it, they just extinguish on the surface of the water. Cletus. I'm gonna use my cure wounds. Of course it's that. That gives me four health. Do you pop out a little like hotel sized bottle of gin and pour it over one of your gunshot wounds and take a bite out of some beef jerky and feel a little more uh, invigorated? <laughs> beef jerky. Which brings us to the gator. The gator descends back into the water and you lose sight of it for a second as, uh, as you're chomping on your beef jerky uh, and your flames extinguish. And then all of a sudden, you feel like a little scratch on your big toe on the chancletas as you feel jaws clamp onto your ankles and drag you beneath the water. Yeah, we're dead. And that's gonna do 12 points of damage as you sink beneath the surface of the water. And Cletus, you reach for your shotgun and hold it tight as you are now standing above the water and see nothing beneath all the swampy moss. David, it is your turn. Roll a strength saving throw. 10. You try to free yourself from the grasp of this alligator's jaws, but it's biting down a little too hard uh, and you remain restrained. What do you want to do? I'm going to give Cletus a blessing. So hopefully that he will be able to resolve the situation better than I can. Cletus, you, you are standing above the surface of the water, aiming your shotgun, looking around. It feels like a monster movie. You just saw your friend disappear beneath the surface. And all of a sudden, you, you see bubbles come up to the surface. And as they pop, this, like, smoke almost, this, like, magical smoke works its way towards you and up your nostrils. And as you breathe it in, you feel uh, almost like a performance-enhancing drug as you now have plus two on your saving throws and your attacks. David, for your part, as you are struggling with the gator, I suppose you let out some sort of underwater prayer as bubbles escape your mouth and some of those same bubbles kind of uh, pop on you and, and you feel yourself strengthened with the power of the Lord. Which brings us back to Cletus. Yeah, um, I can't see him though, can I? No, but you can try and find him. Roll a perception check for me and then do your attack. That's at 11. Okay. Just go shoot him. 14. The bubbles pop over the surface, and seeing this, you you walk a little closer to where the bubbles appear. And then, worried that you might shoot David, you say, screw it. And you take a leap of faith, shove your shotgun down into the water, and pull the trigger. And you see more bubbles kind of fly up uh, as the water splashes and roll for damage. Oh, yeah. There we are. Now we're playing 13. David, from your perspective, you see your the blood from your leg begin to rise up in the water as you begin to pray and hold on for dear life, trying to escape. As you work your hands into the jaws and try to pry them open, you see the tip of Cletus's shotgun go down right under the base of the crocodile's head and just blast and a big chunk flies out of its shoulder. It looks like one of its legs has almost come clean off as it lets go of you and begins to thrash around in the water. And in its incredible pain, you see it fly up out of the water with its jaws open, 
take a snap at you and you smack those jaws back holding the shotgun almost like a crowbar almost and you get back hit him and he he flops belly first into the water david it's your turn i'm gonna go ahead and try another sacred flame calling upon god hopefully (laughs) the gator does not roll higher than a 12 on this throw he did not (laughs) roll for damage (gasps) yes seven the gator has flopped onto its back it's kind of floating on the surface of the mossy water for a little bit and you blast it with the sacred flame and you see it is such an intense blast that like even though it's still alive the fat begins to like render out of the alligator as you're basically making gator nuggets while the gator is still alive and it thrashes in absolute agony cletus your turn how does it look very bad okay shooting him again thank god for that buff that brings us to 19. and so as those gator nuggets are being made you guys kind of tag team the gators writhing in pain and cletus you shove the barrel of your shotgun into its open mouth and fire and you see some of the shrapnel fire out of its belly as it exposes crispy perfectly cooked flesh and the gator slowly sinks into the water. Dead. Can I skin it? Roll survival for that. 15. You skin the gator and it comes out pretty clean. The skin's a little charred in some areas and around the belly area, that skin is pretty much unusable because of the shrapnel that bursts out of it. But the skin itself is pretty good and you actually go ahead and while you're at it, cut out some gator nuggets. Oh, oh my goodness, Cletus. I just have been begging for a little nosh, and this must be a delicacy from around your parts. Can I have a little nibble as well? I don't know if we should cook this first, though. Well, didn't it get cooked when I used the Lord's <laughs> flames? Did it? Yeah. He called them gator nuggets. Eat up. I need a heal anyway. <laughs> You guys sit down on the roots of a mangrove that is basically sticking out of the water and have a little picnic, and you both regain one hit point. Good enough. It's something. Can I use the gator skin as some kind of armor or... Maybe if you take it to someone who can turn it into armor for you. Okay. I'll just hold on to it for now. Okay. My trophy. Did I get his teeth? You can get his teeth. I want his teeth slowly and painstakingly this is starting to look a little uh a little wrong like <laughs> it's a little much as you you dig uh, you pull out a little knife and slowly pop out uh, the gator teeth from its jaws i want to stick the teeth on the barrel of arletta and create like a a, a, a toothed shotgun with like <laughs> you're gonna need uh to have some materials to do that but that will be doable if okay. you hold on to the teeth it's gonna be for eddie a project for him well cletus we might as well keep schlepping our way to this orchid yeah it was a good meal all right i'm ready to move out you journey forth into the wooded area and reach an almost picturesque clearing There is a perfectly round pool of water with a mossy boulder in the center and the neat thicket of mangroves forming a circular barrier around you. As you take in the scene, you notice it. The perfect little ghost orchid sitting atop the boulder. Not only that, there are ghost orchids resting on many of the mangroves around you. For a rare bloom, it certainly seems abundant here. The scene is stunning. So stunning that you almost don't notice the fog beginning to thicken and a whisper floating on the wind. Croqueta. 
you hear droplets, almost like rain. Then, you notice them falling from the sky and floating back up to the surface of the murky water. Croquetas. It's literally raining croquetas. All right, Pletus, hold on. Let me just raise my mouth to the sky and open it because these croquetas look delicious. They look nice and crispy on the outside, juicy and tender on the inside. David. What? He's here. Who's here, Cletus? The reason we started Daytona Patrol Force in the first place. The Florida Man. Indeed. You don't think this is his garden, do you? Do you think we're trespassing? Oh, I, I absolutely believe we are not supposed to be here. Thing is, do I want to kill this man or run away? Only you are the master of your own destiny, Cletus. But if I had any two cents worth to put in, I would say, we've come all this way, we might as well take at least one of them. They said as long as we take one that it wouldn't be a problem. Maybe it's only if you get greedy. I think once we take one, he might show up. And we might not be able to defeat him. So we have to be ready to book it. I'm an avid reader. So I'll be ready to book it. <laughs> As in run away. <laughs> of course, Cletus. I, I I, know. I was trying to make light of the situation. Okay. Come on, keep up I'm with sorry, me. Sorry, I, I got scared. I almost lost you in the world. I know that. a lot of the time I come off as the layer, but I can have a few quips here and there, buddy. Come on. Why, uh, why don't you do the honors and take that... Um... Take the flower. Let's go. They said to snip it at the thing. Can I use a couple of gator teeth? Do you mind? I'll just snip uh, the stem at the bottom with the gator teeth. All right. Here, you can have a couple. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And where's the vial? Can you unstopper it and be ready with it so I can just place it very gently in there? All right. Snip, 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 snip. David, roll a constitution saving throw for me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that would be a 16. You walk up to the boulder and you you go to snip the ghost orchid. You put your hand on it. And as you do, you look into it. It's a very beautiful flower. And as you touch it, you see something odd in the center of it. Almost like something's blooming in real time, right? And it's growing and it's getting bigger. And you realize it looks like a face. It looks like the face of Levi Moskowitz. Levi, you son of a bitch! Levi grows into a full-grown-sized man and laughs at you. He goes, <laughs> before he plants a big, wet kiss on your lips. Cletus, roll a constitution saving throw for me. 14. Cletus, you see David begin to freak out a little bit around the ghost orchid, and you feel almost compelled to walk towards him, but before you even take a step, you also see the ghost orchid begin to bloom. And who comes out of the ghost orchid but Barack Obama himself. He shakes your hand before unhinging his jaw and wrapping his lizard tongue around you. Please don't take me to your elevator to Mars. You both hear some sort of splashing, like a struggle off in the distance. You get dizzy as you feel reality seemingly distort around you and lose detail. The ghost orchids around you grow tenfold in size and strangle you with their roots as they drag you into the murky depths of the swamp. As you drop below the surface of the water, you hear the sound of muffled salsa music as enormous croquetas crash into the swamp around you like debris from an airplane crash in the ocean. 
They seem massive as you shrink and shrink and shrink until everything goes black. Chico's Peril, what just happened? If you enjoyed this episode of Dungeons and Drimbus, man, check out the links in the description to support the show. We got a Patreon with lots of awesome, exclusive spiritual benefits. We also want to give a special thank you to our patrons. Queso Loco, Clara Jean Kelly, Terrence Knox, Jerry Benetados, and of course, November Sky. Thanks for supporting the show, Sugar Bears. Oh, and if you want a totally rad, awesome Dungeons & Drimbus sticker for free, just tweet using hashtag Drimbus. I got some stuff to go think about. We'll see you next week. Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is Yanni, and welcome to Season 2 of Harlem Queen. Thank you for listening. The season picks up with the search for Michelle. You are listening to the Floyd J. Kelvin program. And now, straight to the headlines. Manhattan debutante and socialite Michelle Mondesir has been kidnapped from her Connecticut boarding school. There is a tri-state search for Mademoiselle Mondesir, who is 15 years of age, Caucasian, and was last seen yesterday evening going to her dormitory. Stephanie is frantic and she risks all in order to find her missing daughter. We will find Michelle. There are troopers all along the New Jersey and Pennsylvania highways. That's not enough. Madame Stephanie St. Clair posted a $10,000 reward for information that leads to the safe return of Ms. Mondesir. You need to take down your reward, Stephanie. I will not. Those no-good couples are already saying she's dead. The connection between the debutante and the numbers queen is unclear. And Stephanie still has to contend with Luciano and Schultz plotting to push her out of her own turf. Word on the street is that it's Schultz. Who cares about a lost colored girl? This one is white. Fifth Avenue debutant, a lot of money, well connected. And I want to find out why Stephanie is so fixated on the girl. Stephanie is highly invested in her safe return. What do you need me to do? I need you to cheese it. What about Sinclair? You tried to clip her twice. Is she pushing up daisies? No. We're going to get her another way. Even Halstein is suspicious. Is he truly a friend or a foe? She's putting herself behind the eight ball. There's something more there, and I need to find out. In the meantime, someone has to earn the money she's deciding not to earn. You have no power in this case, Stephanie. In fact, you're a liability. I will do everything in my power to get her home safe and sound. 
Listen up for season two. Harlem Queen is a recipient of the Lower Manhattan Cultural Council's Creative Engagement Grant. And once we all get through this safe and sound, we will have a live radio show of Harlem Queen this fall. More episodes to come. Take good care and stay well. Thank you.